Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. If it's alright, I wanna kick it with you all night, all night. Welcome everybody to week four of the Believe in San Diego State Football Podcast, exclusively on the Believe Podcast Network. San Diego's number one sports podcast network. I'm your host, Ryan Poole, once again saying, I believe in our teams. Do you believe? And guys, you know, I hate to bring this to you, but this is our first podcast coming off an Aztec loss. It's hard to say, but guess what, guys? It's all right. You know, you win some, you lose some. It's okay. We're going to get right back on that horse and get going. But like I said, week four came into play. Saturday night, San Diego County Credit Union Stadium, the Aztecs hosting the Utah State Aggies, and they fell short 23-17. to Well, you know, don't worry, guys. We're going you know, to deal with this together, this first loss, but that's all right. We're just going to forget about it and move on because we got a full, full season left, a lot of games. The Aztecs are going to bounce back, take what they've learned from that game, and turn it around. But... All right, for this podcast, guys, we're going to do our usual. You know, we're going to take a deep dive into that week four matchup against the Aggies, talk about our stats, talk about what could have been better for the Aztecs, talk about what they did well as the defense, once again, played very well again. The running game, you know, didn't quite do what they did against New Mexico State, but guess what? Ryan Agnew, he had some ups and downs, but played decent, but also we'll talk more about the defense, the offense, also... Looking into next week, the Aztecs actually have a bye, so we get a rest up, get healthy, and then we face Colorado State week six, another Mountain West Conference game to get back on those winning ways. Also, later in the show, I'm bringing on my good friend and, uh, you know, the first ever guest on the show, the Aztec photographer, Jeff Lewis, at Real Photo SD. We'll talk to him. He was at the game. He'll let us know what he saw how the student section was feeling after that 3-0 start coming into San Diego. And um, actually, we'll talk a little about Utah State. If you guys remember, their quarterback, Jordan Love, this guy, he is a re- the real deal. Big, six foot four, two 225. You know what? We actually kept him under his usual average and the offense as a whole. But uh, we'll get to that later. Just a full show ahead of us. Excited to be here, even though we lost. But guess what? We're going to throw that loss out the window. Get ready for week six. But, uh, you know, let's just get right into these statistics um, and talk about how the Aztecs did. Before we really take that real deep dive into the numbers and everything for all my fellow Estonians, I'm just going to give you a quick little recap of how this game started and how it went. So the opening drive, Aztecs receive the kick, and they, they take this opening drive 70 yards down the field, 16 plays, took over seven minutes off the clock, which was a great start for the Aztecs because the best way to keep that Jordan Love offense off the field is by holding the ball. So you keep them on the sidelines, the Aggies can't score. So that was great. The only bad thing about that long drive, they were only able to come away with three points instead of putting it into the end zone. But then again, if you can end every drive you have with at least three points or more, that's that's still good. You know, it's not the best. Of course, you want that touchdown, but they were able to go for seven minutes, 70 yards down the field. Matt Ariza, our red freshman, uh, redshirt freshman kicker who's been awesome all year, drills a 22-yard field goal. 
The Aztecs go three up 3-0. Three you know, they feel good scoring on that opening possession. Always good. And then they kick it off to Utah State. And that high-powered offense, actually our Aztecs came to play our defense and three and out. Utah State punted the ball right back to us. Everybody's feeling good, feeling great. Three and oh lead, three and out, then get the ball back. But then on that next possession, on the third play of the drive, Agnew went back to pass. And then Shaq Bond of the Utah State Aggies actually picked him off, intercepted it, took it to the house, 48 yards, and the Aggies went up 7-3, to three, and that wasn't good. You know, one, the Aggies' offense is one of the highest-scoring offenses in the Mountain West, but then you let their defense score, that's never a good sign, and things couldn't really go right for the Aztecs' offense for the rest of the first half, as I believe all of their sec- first-half possessions ended in a punt. I believe they punted four times to end the first half. You know, the defense actually held their own a decent amount, uh, after that interception touchdown for the Aggies, their next possessions, they had two field goals, a punt, and then they did end the first half with a touchdown as the Aggies went up into halftime, leading the Aztecs 20-3. to Rocky Long made his halftime adjustments as the Aztecs came out in the second half down 20-3, to but really, the Aztecs really came out with some heart, played hard after that first possession of the second half for the Aggies, which led into a field goal for the Aggies as they went up 23 to 3. Aztecs are down 20. You know, some teams they just give up after that. You know, down 20 against a good, solid Aggies team. It's tough. But the Aztecs showed no surrender as the defense really played hard the rest of the way as they only gave up that one field goal to start the second half to the Aggies. And uh, the first couple possessions for the uh, Aztecs kind of working the way, trying to get back in the swing of things. Their offense couldn't really click, but it wasn't until later in the third quarter, like end of the fourth, or start of the fourth, I should say, the the Aztecs were able to make a 13-play drive, 79 yards, and this time it ended in a 25-yard touchdown to Co- Agnew to Kobe Smith, which made the score 23-10. to And then the Aztecs, you know, they got a little confidence after that big play. They came out, held the Aggies offense to a punt, got the ball right back, this time, an eight-play, starting at their own nine-yard line, 91-yard drive, hitting Isaiah Richardson with the huge big play from Agnew to Richardson, the sophomore wide receiver, 49-yard touchdown. And now we're starting to feel it. You know, the Aztecs, crowd's getting pumped. The show gets going. 23-17, only down six. Then Utah State actually misses a field goal, and the Aztecs get the ball back with about a minute 18 left on the clock, I believe. And on their own 25, you know, it could be done. I've seen it done before, but, you know, need a lot. Ryan Agnew tried to complete an early pass on the down, but then he ended up getting sacked on fourth down, which led to the Aggies getting the ball, kneeling it, game over, as the Utah State Aggies held on, defeated your San Diego State Aztecs 23-17. to Now time to look at more of the numbers of this game, you know, starting with our senior leader at quarterback, Ryan Agnew. Completed 20 of 37 of his passes for 281 yards, two touchdowns, and yes, that one interception that was returned for a touchdown early in the game. You know, Ryan Agnew, he had probably about his average type game so far through four weeks of the season. We'd like to see that completion percentage go up. It was at 54% for the game. I'd like to see it around 60 to 65 at least. You know, the two touchdowns were great. 
He made some big plays down the field, and he was showing his athletic ability, being able to run around and not get sacked to create those big plays that happen. He had a touchdown of 25 yards and a touchdown of 48 yards. And, um, you know, he played decently well. That interception did dig him a little hole at the beginning of the game. But overall, Agnew would like to see him continue to get better. But uh, as of now, you know, you can't be too mad about that performance. Uh, if you remember last week, uh, our guest, Jared Chester, sports anchor in New Mexico, Albuquerque, he predicted Ryan Agnew to have, break his career high, which he set actually week two against UCLA. You know, he just fell just short of it, just about, about 13 yards. But, you know, I think Agnew, give him a week off this week, get a good week of practice in, come in week six. You never know, Colorado State could hit that 300. Now let's take a look at Utah State's quarterback, Jordan Love. And if you remember me talking about him last week, I believe this guy is real deal. He's going to be playing at the next level. I think he'll be the next Mountain West quarterback taken in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. And if you remember two years ago, a guy, you know, you might know of him now, Josh Allen, the leader quarterback of the 3-0 Buffalo Bills. That's just weird to say, 3-0 Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, that city might burn down because that Bills Mafia is for real. But Josh Allen out of Wyoming was the last quarterback taken in the first round of the NFL draft with the seventh overall pick. I think Jordan Love is going to be able to be that next guy to really put the Mountain West more on the map, which I would love. But you know, enough about the NFL. I could talk about all day. Back to Jordan Love, you know. He had a, he had a good game. You know, he, he didn't really have to do as much as, his, as Utah State's defense really played well. But Jordan Love, he was 30 of 47 for 293 yards. Didn't have no touchdowns, no interceptions. But he did complete 64% of his passes. And, uh, you know, this guy, even though his numbers don't scream out in this game, because we got to give credit to the Aztecs defense, they really maybe let him get move up and down between the 20s, but kept him out of the end zone, which is a great thing to do. But uh, we kept Jordan Love under his uh, season averages so far because Jordan Love was really just lighting up the field. He was averaging about 355 yards per game coming into this league. And also that Utah State Aggies offense was averaging 48.5 points per game. So the Aztecs defense were able to hold them to 23, cut their average in half. So even though the Aztecs lost, you still got to give a big shout out to that Aztecs strong D that Rocky Long always puts out there each and every week. Now on to that Aztec run game. You know, this is the third out of four weeks. We didn't really get to see that vintage, vintage Aztecs ground and pound run game again you know after that running explosion last week against New Mexico State where the Aztecs ran all over the field you know we didn't do quite that well as a team the Aztecs only ran 46 times for 91 yards which is only a two yard average per carry and the longest run of the game was only 14 yards our leading rushers in the game Chance Bell 18 rushes for 63 yards. And Jordan, the Birdman Bird, only had 10 carries for 20 yards. But early in that first quarter, on that first drive, he actually had an injury scare where he limped off to the sideline and had to bring him into the locker room on a cart. But then everything looked okay. He came back later in the third quarter. Coach Rocky Long said after the game, it was just his case of turf toe that he's had. They had to tape it back up. And, um, you know, he came back, and hopefully there's nothing too much more than that, but he did come back in the third quarter. But then again, still only finished the game 
with 10 carries and 20 yards. But, you know, this was another week that we had to go without our senior running back, Jawan Washington, who's a big play guy. This guy, when he touches the ball, he can always break it any and every way. So hopefully this bye week coming up, let him rest two weeks in a row. I feel that's a big reason why they kind of let him sit out this game, even though we definitely could have used him, but we got to make sure he's 100% because we're really hitting the meat and potatoes of this schedule, going Mountain West game after game after game. So Juwan Washington, hopefully he's back week six after two weeks off, but uh, hopefully he can help ignite this rushing attack of the Aztecs because it's weird to see through week four, we, we, we've only really had one true Aztec running game, but uh, I believe that will change in the next week or so. As for your Aztec receivers, we had a couple sophomore standouts. If you remember back to week two, Kobe Smith against UCLA had his coming out party where he had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Well, guess what? Kobe did it again. You know, after a week of not really having to catch the ball as much with that big rushing attack against New Mexico State, Kobe Smith once again, seven catches, 102 yards, one touchdown, and that was that 25-yard touchdown that sparked that late fourth-quarter rally by the Aztecs. And Kobe Smith and Agnew looking like they're getting back on the same page. Other sophomore standout receiver, Isaiah Richardson, three catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown himself. But a lot of his yards came on that big 49-yard bomb from Agnew to Richardson as he made a couple guys miss and ran into the end zone to bring the Aztecs within six. Both those guys, it's great to see young sophomore receivers because that means we got a couple more years of eligibility. Great to see that down the road and see what they can do for the rest of this season with senior quarterback Ryan Agnew. Now time to take a look at the other side of the ball, that Aztec defense. You know, they really held Utah State Aggies offense in check, but overall they didn't quite do what they had been doing for the first three games of the season. Uh, for example, the Aztecs through those three games had caused seven turnovers. This game, they weren't able to get any, even though Jordan Love did fumble twice. This time, we just didn't fall on the ball, couldn't recover. Also, our team had been getting after the quarterback those first three games, averaging close to four sacks per game. You know, this week, we couldn't quite get to Jordan Love. He's mobile. He's good at moving around. He can get the ball out of his hand pretty quickly, which was a big reason why we probably lost that game, couldn't get those sacks, which are always big. Uh, looking at our senior leader on defense, the monster of the Mesa, Cave Tazino, he was able to record eight tackles, five solo, and one for loss. But overall, that, that defense couldn't just cause those turnovers we need. That was helping us in the first three games and also sacking the quarterback. Now time to look at the team stats for both sides. And honestly, looking at these team stats, well, the, the score is actually pretty close. This six-point game, 23-17, Looking at these team stats, they were pretty equal. The total yardage, Utah State, 375 total yards. The Aztecs, 372. Only a difference of three yards right there. Pretty equal offensively. Time of possession, you know, actually favors the Aztec. And that was one of my keys to victories last week was be able to possess that ball, keep Jordan Love off the field as the Aztecs held the ball for 36 minutes and 55 seconds to Utah State's 23 minutes and 5 seconds. You know, a big reason for that, those Aztecs were able to take those long drives, but they couldn't really make them equal points. And then Utah State got that pick six early in the game, which uh, keeps their time possession lower. But overall, that's still a good sign seeing the Aztecs able to possess the ball longer. But they really need to turn those long drives and possessions 
into points. Also, for third downs, you know, the defense didn't do too bad, keeping Utah State to only 8 of 16 conversion rate, 50%. You know, it's decent. You like it a little bit below 50, but, you know, it's not horrible. As for the Aztecs' offense, they only completed 8 of 19, which is 42% on third down, and then actually went for it uh, four times on fourth down, completing 50% of fourth down conversions. Um, Turnover margin, the Aztecs were actually minus one for the game. And, uh, you know, it's not horrible, but if you remember from the first three weeks, the Aztecs were causing turnovers and uh, not turning the ball over, which is always good. But uh, a big reason why this uh, Aztec offense really kind of slowed down drives a lot was the Utah State Aggies defense collected a total of four sacks as the Aztecs offense had only given up, I think, three for the whole season so far. So three sacks in three games. But in this game, the Aggies collected four and also made 10 tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Whenever those are, those are drive killers. Whenever you get those TFLs behind the line of scrimmage and sacks, you could be moving the ball. You get one of those on third down, second down, make it a third and long. It's always tough to convert. So those were big keys of how the Aggies were able to come away victorious in week four, 23 to 17. All right, and I'd like to welcome back one of my favorite guests, my first time ever guest, first, second ever guest. I could say it all over if I want. Jeff Lewis, San Diego State photographer at Real SD. What's up, Jeff? How's it going? First ever, second time guest. Yeah, that's Thanks right. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Dude, I'm so glad you're able to come back on. You know, you were there week one, the start of it all. You're there every home game shooting for the Aztecs. We're coming in 3-0, first Mountain West Conference game. How was that student section of the show looking tonight, or Saturday night, I should say? Yeah, Saturday night, no, the show was out for sure. It was packed again at SDCCU Stadium. It's hard to say sometimes, you know. SDCCU, I know, going from Qualcomm to that, uh-huh. it's always a tough adjustment just uh, rolling it off the tongue. But all the fans were there. It was a great game. Uh, there was a bunch of high school bands that had a big halftime performance. That's pretty cool from the whole San Diego County, all the different high schools. It was great. Yeah, they must they put together some uh, halftime performance, all of them choreographed together, some color guard mixed in with it. But uh, that really added to the crowd. They had the wave started like the first <laughs> five minutes of the game. Yeah, they were ready to go for this Mountain West. You know, of course, we know the outcome of the game didn't end quite well, 23-17. The Aggies beat the Aztecs, and the Aztecs offense really didn't quite get going until the fourth quarter. They actually made a little comeback where they scored two touchdowns, and I was talking to you earlier saying it was the first home touchdown of the year, which is weird to say. If you remember week one, they only won 6-0. So uh, uh, Kobe Smith was a guy that we were talking about. and uh, He was the guy. He was the guy, you know, sophomore receiver, caught a touchdown, do you think uh, he looks pretty good out there? Do you have some good shots of him? I was starting to think that uh, we might not score a touchdown at home the whole year. <laughs> and, and that was going to be game two down in the books before it happened. But then finally they connected. Fourth quarter, making a late little comeback. Uh, it did seem like it was a little bit too late. It, I knew it was going to be a, a rough road when we started off with that pick six right at the beginning of oh, the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Never a good way to start, especially when you're just scared of their quarterback and what he'll do to you. Oh, yeah. Like You can't have the defense be scoring on you just out of nowhere like that right that's true. away. Oh, that's very true. Like you said, mentioned in Utah State's quarterback, Jordan Love. I've been talking about him all podcasts. I oh. believe he's going to go in the first round of the NFL draft next year, my prediction. And, uh, you know, 
You weren't you mentioning something about uh, pregame about the Utah State media handing out some Jordan Love memorabilia? Yeah, there were some Utah guys uh, just trying to spread the love word, get him uh, nominated for Heisman. I guess it yeah, would be. That, as you said there was some sort of like candy that their handout said love for Heisman. It looked like a Valentine. There was like people <laughs> handing out Valentines that had a. A little business card with love, love on it, and it came with a, bu- a couple little like sweetheart candies that <laughs> had his name on it. That's very interesting. You know, I've never seen that type of a uh, Heisman uh, type promotion, I guess. But you know, when your last name's Love, might as well make sweetheart love Valentine's. Hey, man, you get the candy works for me. Uh, yeah, you know, you got some of that candy. He's got my vote. There you go. He's got your <laughs> vote already. Three games to the season. He's got SCSU photographer's vote. Jeff Lewis vote <laughs> yeah, for Jordan Love. But also I was saying you used to shoot for the Chargers, right? So you've seen professionals on the field. This guy's got the professional build. He's 6'4", 225. Does he stand out on the field with all the other college players around? Oh, he's got a huge presence on the field. He's bigger than everyone. He can see over the tops of heads. He's quicker than everyone. He can sling the ball like nothing. Yeah, I I was – Kind of spent the second quarter just uh, trying to get some good shots of him because, uh, like you say, a first-round draft pick. I love to have uh, little college photos in my uh, in my photo bank, you know. Yeah, a little repertoire. Yeah, and that's my prediction, you know. Might be a little bold, but if you remember two years ago, uh, Josh Allen, quarterback of the now 3-0 and Buffalo Bills, which, again, is weird to say. It's hard to say that because it's the Buffalo Bills. But he was a first-round draft pick out of the Mountain West Conference. And I believe number 10, Jordan Love, could be that next guy and yeah you know uh did you bring any uh candy with you uh jordan love candy jeff or did you uh, eat it all i ate it man oh man dude i, I really wish i could have got some of that but you know i'm really glad you're able to hear stop by give the fans a little like quick uh, thought about what happened at this game if they didn't make it glad to have you back and you know always welcome again check them out at jeff lewis at real sd photo his instagram his pictures are great he uh, pretty much does it all when it comes That's to right. photo world. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you at Aztecs football game. Yeah, I believe. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks again. Jeff Lewis, once again, Aztec photographer. Great guy, just fun to have around. With the Aztecs being off this coming week, and I thought this was a good time, you know, to take, out, take a look at the Mountain West as a whole, see what's coming up in week five. Aztecs going to sit back and watch the other conferences kind of beat up on each other because, you know, there's nine Mountain West teams playing this week. So there's going to be a lot of shifting in the standings, it looks like, because as of right now, yes, our Aztecs, according to the Mountain West standings, we are at the bottom of the West Division because we are the only team in the West Division to actually play a conference game, which we did lose to Utah State. But we have an overall 3-1 record. But uh, our, our, re- our rest of our West Division will play this week while we're going to be at home sitting watching, seeing what, how things shift themselves out. Also, the only other teams that have played Mountain West schedule games so far, Boise State, who's actually ranked 16th in the nation, the AP poll. So, yeah, they're the real deal. They're a good team. Uh, and they have been the best of the Mountain West for a while. Uh, they beat Air Force over the weekend. And then uh, Utah State, of course, beat us. And they're 1-0 at the top. But they're in the Mountain Division of the Mountain West Conference as we are in the West with Utah State and Boise State leading the Mountain Division. And uh, we're right now at the bottom, but there's a lot of games coming up this week and in the Mountain West. Just here, I'm going to let you guys know what to look for. Maybe you can catch them, see what we can root for, root against. But uh, there should be some shiftment in this division. So first game, 
San Jose State, who are 2-1. and one. They play Air Force 2-1 and one as well. San Jose State coming off a huge Power 5 conference win over Arkansas. Just a great win for that program. It's good for the Mountain West to really show the Power 5 conferences that, you know, we can play with you guys. We can play with you. My good friend Mark Pierce went to San Jose State. It's a great school. I'm, I'm glad that he was able to celebrate that big Power 5 win. Now they got Air Force coming up. Also, we play San Jose State Week 8, which will be a fun game. Maybe I'll have my good friend Mark on, who's an alumni from San Jose State. We'll talk about that one later. But uh, also, next game on the Mountain West schedule, we got Colorado State, who are 1-3 on the year, who we play Week 6, and they head into who we just played, the Utah State Aggies, who are 2-1. and one. So, like I said, we got Colorado State coming up, so it's going to be good to scout that team. And let's see if Utah beats them worse than they beat us, because that would be nice to see. Also, another game on the schedule, Fresno State, 1-2, and two, play New Mexico State. And, you know, we beat them, if you remember, Week 3, so that should be good. UNLV, who we play Week 9, they go into Laram- uh, Laramie, Wyoming, and play the Cowboys, who are 3-1. and one. Uh, This next, next game on the schedule is one that I'm looking forward to watch because they're both in our division of the Mountain West, and they're both 3-1 and one as well overall. We got Hawaii at Nevada. So this should be a good one because these two teams are going to be who are really going to fight for in the West Division, I believe, Hawaii and Nevada. But then again, San Jose State could be a team. And also Fresno State is usually pretty good. But uh, right now they're one and two. So that's the Mountain West schedule coming this weekend. A lot of great Mountain West teams playing. And really looking forward, forward to this weekend to really watch those games and as an Aztec fan and for the Aztecs, sitting on that bye week, get a sit, relax, rest up, and get ready for the next Mountain West game, week six against Colorado State, and see how everything's flushed themselves out this weekend. Well, you know what? That about does it for week four of the I Believe in SDSU football podcast. Again, I'm your host, Ryan Poole. Just happy to be here. Happy to talk Aztecs with you. You know, I just want to give a shout out to my guest once again, SDSU photographer Jeff Lewis. Always a fun time bringing him on. Also, I appreciate all you guys listening, having a good time. Just to let you remember, you can come check us out at Believe.com. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. Then again, we're on all your favorite platforms. You got your iTunes, Spotify. Just search us. Subscribe. We got a bunch of different shows Pretty much any sports team in the Southern California area that you really want to talk about. Entertainment, sports, just a good time. Again, that's Believe Podcast, B-L-E-A-V Podcast. You know, I'm just glad to be here. Glad to be in Aztec. Aztecs for life. We're 3-1. We're going to sit out next week, you know, relax, watch the Mountain West beat up on each other. Then come week six, we got Colorado State. Really look forward to that game. And hopefully we come away with another W because I believe that we will win. Thanks again. Check you later. I'm Ryan Poole, and I'm out. If it's all right, I want to keep it with you all night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.